Hey guys, thank you so much for tuning into Christian Girl Vibes. So for today's episode, I'm actually going to share my testimony. I'll be real with you guys. I <laughs> didn't think that I was going to share this. Um, I feel like God has finally put on my heart like, okay, you need to share this. And I kept trying to push it down and I was like, I don't know. I don't know, God. I can't. I'm scared. Um, there's a lot of triggers in this and I'm not going to go into full detail about anything. Um, I forgive everybody. Everybody that has hurt me in the past, no matter what it was, um, physical, mental, verbal, I forgive them all. I have no hatred towards them, if I'm being honest with you guys. I pray for them. I'll be real. I'm not going to talk to them ever again. I will never talk to any of those people ever again. But I pray for them and I forgive them. And that's all that matters. I feel like at the end of the day, God was just like, I just want, I want you to get to a point to where you can look back and you say, I forgive you. Now, I'm not going to lie and say that was easy because that definitely was not easy. Um, there's a lot of trauma or there was a lot of trauma that I had to go through. So we're going to start from the beginning. Um, whenever I was younger, my family and I actually went through CPS. So my sisters and I oh my gosh, the amount of elementary schools that I went to, it's its crazy. Um, pretty sure I went to like four schools in one year. I'm pretty sure, maybe, I don't know. Um, but it was crazy, always bouncing around, moving from home to home. Um, and then it just, it wasn't stable. And in this time period, you know, I'd already seen some things. I've already heard some things, things that a little like second grader a child should not ever have to hear or ever have to go through so it definitely caused me to grow up really fast and it put a lot of fear into me think like the fact that within a second my sisters and I can get split up from each other and my sisters if you know me personally you know my sisters are my world like I would lay my life on the line yeah is that how you say it oh no I would put my life down on the line for my sisters. I think that is how you say it. I could be so wrong. Um, But yeah, so my sisters are everything to me. I would do absolutely anything for them. Like, I love my sisters more than I can even explain. So just having the fear in my mind that any second we can be split up. Like, I could be... God only knows, like, in a different state. And so having to grow up with that was really hard. And then, um, I think I already said, like, my parents had us really young. So we saw a lot of things that we shouldn't have seen. Um, and, you know, I had so much hatred towards my biological mom. I don't anymore. But I feel like God has told me, okay, I've shown you everything. I've let you forgive people. It's time to move on. That took me a really long time. It took a really long time for me to say, I forgive you. It's okay. Um, But anyways, so we went to multiple different elementary schools. I'd already suffered verbal abuse, physical abuse, mental abuse. Um, And then finally, a few years later, we... Our dad is fighting hard for custody. Like, he is fighting. My dad is my hero. My dad is literally everything. That is my best friend. Like, I will do 
anything from my dad. He is, oh my gosh, like I just, I love my dad so much. I'm so grateful to have him as a dad. Like I am so grateful that God gave me my dad. Um, but anyways, so my dad fought for so many years in order to get us back. And finally, the courts were like, okay, okay, we see all the evidence. We see everything after years and years and years of being in CPS and not being able to be with like my family. Um, I say my family, but like my dad and um, my biological mom. I mean, I don't, yeah, okay, so my biological mom and my dad. So I also had a really hard time warming up to mother figures just because mine was absent. And that's okay. I forgive her. Like, all is forgiven. Like, I pray for her and stuff. Um, and then God blessed me with my amazing, amazing stepmom. And that's my mom. That is my mom. Um, I love you so much, mom, if you're listening to this. This is such a hard episode to record. Um, she has taught, she has shaped, helped shape me to become the woman, the lady, whatever that I am today. And I, that is my mom. Like, she is just everything to me. Anyways, so finally, I'm back with her. And you know, we're thinking now, all right, all of this is over. I'm now maybe in seventh grade. Um, so yeah, it started like in first grade all the way till seventh grade. You do that math. Um, it's really not hard. But anyways, I, we're thinking it's over and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. So that, that's done. And now the next set of problems kick in because that's what I saw at childhood. That's what I grew up to seeing. And then I, it's like Satan, the devil took a hold of me and I was so angry. I was an angry teenager. I also kept to myself. Um, and I just, I didn't know what to do. And I remember thinking like, I'm not worth it. Like, I am not worth anything. Like, I don't want to live. I don't want to be here. What is, like, what is this? Um, and it's because of everything that happened. Like, you guys can only, like, imagine, like, you can't even imagine some of the things that I had to, like, see being younger, some of the things that I witnessed. Um, but it's okay. But anyways, so I decided if I couldn't do certain things, um, I was just going to take my problems out on food. And that turned into a really, really, really terrifying, abusive eating disorder. Um, and I knew, I knew it was bad. I, I knew what I was doing. I'm not going to lie to you guys and say I didn't know what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing, but I knew I'd already been treated so poorly I'd already gone through physical abuse, mental abuse, verbal abuse. I was just like, I don't, like, what's, I'm not worth it. Like, I have no control over anything inside my life. So, you know what? Why? It doesn't matter. No one's going to care if I'm here today or tomorrow. No one's going to care anymore. I mean, like, obviously I had to go through this. God doesn't love me, right? Like, if God was real, he wouldn't let me go through this. Um, Honestly, I think God showed me mercy. Um. Because if I wouldn't have gone through that, I wouldn't be on this walk today with him. I wouldn't be baptized. I wouldn't be able to be talking about this and hopefully be helping somebody. Um, <sighs> okay, so anyways, the eating disorder happened. Um, 
and I thought I had it under control. You never have an eating disorder under control. You never have an eating disorder under control. Again, you never, it's never in your control. You think it is, but it's not. I'm telling you right now, it's not, and it's not worth it. It's not worth it at all. And sometimes I think back to like 15-year-old, 14-year-old, 16, 17, 18-year-old me, and I just want to hug her and tell her it's okay. You don't need to do this. Um, it took a lot of therapy, a lot of hospital visits to get over it. Um, the way that I finally wanted help, because it was obvious that I had an eating disorder. It was really obvious. Um, it was just, it was bad. But the way my, I finally admitted that I needed help, and it was, it's actually strange because I remember telling one of my close friends, I'm fine. I don't need, unless I'm inside a hospital, unless I end up in a hospital from like fainting at school or something, I'm fine. I have it under control. A week later, I was in, was it biology? I think I was in biology and I fainted. Um, and I just remember my vision going in and out, my hearing going in and out, my sister rushing to the school, me getting rushed to the hospital, a lot of stuff. Um, I don't remember a lot past that point. Um, I just remember them basically telling my parents, like, yeah, you know, if she doesn't eat, this girl's going to die. I mean, they didn't say it like that, but basically, like, if she does not eat, if she does not get her life on track, we cannot help her if she doesn't help herself. She's going to die. And, um, I remember being terrified in that moment. Like, obviously, I mean, like, you're telling, like, was I, like, how old was I at that time? Maybe, like, 17, 16? I don't know. I think it was 16. I don't know. I don't know how old it was. But I'm like, you're hearing that at such a young age. And the thing is, the thing is, I put myself there. I knew what I was doing. I was, I wasn't walking in sin as in smoking, drinking, anything like that. No, no, no. An eating disorder is a sin. That is a sin. Idolizing food, idolizing yourself, idolizing your body, that is a sin. And that's exactly what I was doing. I was idolizing food myself being skinny, wanting to be tiny, 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 because that's all that I could control. I wanted to be in control when in reality, Jesus Christ is supposed to be in control. Jesus needs to be in control. You can think you have all the control in the world, but you don't, you don't, you don't. And once you realize that, once you see, oh my gosh, I'm not in control. I'm praying that it's not too late for you because I thought it was too late for me. I thought I thought I was going to be dead. I, I genuinely thought I was going to die because that's how it felt. And finally, once I got home from like being into the hospital and stuff, I walked into my room, I looked in the mirror, and I finally saw what everybody saw. And I just dropped down crying. I was like, how? How? How did I let myself get to this point like I thought I had it under control I thought all the cars were inside my hand I thought I was holding the controller I wasn't the devil was the devil was holding that controller and I was giving him more and more and more power every time I said yes to sin okay so finally I'm in therapy going through all that I'm good all's good right we're wrong I'm that's a lie all is not good because you most people have a relapse of an eating disorder most of them do I did 
And so, you know, I got help for that. Okay, all good. Cool. Now starts the next set of problems. Um, I, I wanted to get saved. It was in 2020. That was the first time I ever heard God, like heard him, heard him talk to me. That was the first time I ever felt him say, come here, I'm, I'm calling you. And I didn't, I was like, no, no, what are you talking about? Like, you know, like I finally, I'm out of this whole eating disorder and stuff. I'm going to go drink. I'm going to go party. I'm going to go smoke. What? No. And you know what? Not a lot of people know this. Yes. I fell into that. I fell into that scene and that was awful. Let me tell you right now, drinking, partying, smoking, it's dumb. It's not worth it. It is not worth it at all. I promise you it's not worth it. Don't do it. It's not worth it because I was so unhappy thinking that was going to satisfy me. And it did for a moment. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I felt calm. I felt good. I was happy. I was like, whatever, I'm partying. And then, um... I got closer to God, I got closer to God, I stopped doing all that, I fell back again. And that just kept happening and happening and happening. And I was just like, I can't do this anymore. I don't want to be a sinner anymore. I don't know, like, God, I need you. And I, I think it was literally, was it, when was it? I think it was January, February, March, April. I think it was in April, um, 2022, wait. I don't know. Wait, what year is it? <laughs> Hold on. I'm like, oh, my brain. Yeah, 2022 maybe. I don't know. And um, so, all right, where was it? I don't know. Um, okay, anyways. So anyways, whew, back on track. Sorry, guys. I just, sometimes I get sidetracked. Anyway, so that was the first time I ever heard God. And I dropped down to my knees. Like this, this wasn't like 2020. I heard him. I actually have it written like on my wall, on my board, and it says, um, pray, wait, pray, wait, trust. And I remember thinking like, oh my, like God is talking to me. Like, God, you think I'm worthy? But I remember I was so depressed. I was so, so sad. Like you guys don't even understand. I was at the worst point in my life, not eating wise, but I was so unhappy. I was crying every single day. Like every day I was crying and I thought it was because of how, how hard school was. No, it's because the devil and sin had such a hold on me. I, whatever I mean, like what I was sitting was I was isolated 24 seven. I didn't talk to people. I didn't even open my Bible. I said I was opening my Bible, but I wasn't really opening my Bible. I wasn't actually reading what my Bible said. I thought I was, but I wasn't. I thought I was. You know how crazy that is now to say, like, I thought I was following God, but I wasn't. Um, anyways, so then God finally, he pulls me and he keeps pulling me and he keeps pulling me and he's like, come here. And he, he's like, he's pounding at my door now. Like, let me in. I am not going anywhere. I'm right here. Don't you see that? Let me in. And again, I fell back into smoking, drinking, not partying, because I just, I lost that. I didn't care for partying. But smoking and drinking, yeah, um, it's not worth it. It's not. 
So I got out of that. Oh my gosh, so many people are going to be like, what? Angelica, you? Yes, it could happen to anybody. It can happen to anybody. Never say, oh, I'm never going to do that because it can happen to anybody. And whenever I tell y'all, there is so much more I wish I could go into detail about, but I know that I shouldn't. Not on here. Maybe one-on-one if somebody ever wants to hear. Yeah, not on here. I mean, it's crazy the things that I've seen and that I've gone through and that I witnessed and the fact that I'm here now walking with God. Okay, anyways, so then, you know, lust is an actual sin. It's a sin. Wait until you are married. Wait. I'm telling you right now, it is not worth it because you're going to feel alone. You're going to feel convicted. People can get pregnant. You, It takes one time. It takes one time. And then the whole falling into smoking and stuff, don't do it. Don't. Because, yeah, you're going to feel good for a moment for a moment and then it's gonna leave and you're gonna be depressed again it's gonna leave and you're gonna be sad and you're gonna be like how did I get here why can't I get out why is spiritual warfare hitting me hard I mean don't get me wrong even whenever you're not doing that stuff and you're walking with God spiritual warfare is still gonna hit you but here's the thing you have the Holy Spirit in you the Holy Spirit is gonna help you the Holy Spirit Oh my gosh, the Holy Spirit, praise the Holy Spirit, because the Holy Spirit, the same Holy Spirit that rose God, raised God, whatever, three days after death from the grave, he lives in you, in you. So, finally, I decided, you know what, I don't want to do this. I don't want to live in sin. I don't want this. I don't want this at all. I am tired of living in sin. I'm tired of saying, yeah, I'm Christian and not walking with God. I'm tired of faking it. I'm tired of just giving into these things because it's nice for a moment and then you feel alone. It's not worth it. So finally, I told God it's yours. Everything is yours. My life it's at the altar for you. My relationships, at the altar for you. Dude, I lost, I've lost best friends. Friends that I've had since middle school, since elementary school. All of them, gone. There's only one friend that I have still that I've had since middle school. And I love her so much. She is incredible. Everybody else is gone. Everybody that God told me, hey, I need you to stop talking to because they're not helping you, gone out of my life they're out you know why because I obeyed God and after after that obedience God was like you know what I'm gonna reward you I was so hungry and thirsty for the Lord I still am like I could talk about God all day long the amount of godly women that I have in my life now the amount of sisters in Christ that I have in my life now like it is I love them all so much I actually hung out with one the other day. Oh my gosh, it's a story for another day. Um, she didn't know what butterflies meant to me. And she actually showed up in a dress of butterflies after I asked God for a sign. And I was like, hold up, hold up. No, you're kidding me, guys. Whenever you ask God for a sign, don't ask for the bare minimum because he's God. Don't disrespect him like that, thinking that he's not going to show you the full sign that you want. If you want it, ask for it but 
Make sure you know God first. Make sure you're not just going for him for what you want. Things that are going to please this world because this world is sinful and disgusting. And God does not hate the sinner. He hates the sin. Follow God and trust him. I can't even imagine where I would be right now if I wasn't following God. I can't imagine what would be going on right now in life if I wasn't following God. God has saved me. He has shaped my life. He has changed my entire heart, my mind. Everything has changed because of him. And I just, I never want to go back. Like the love that I know now, guys, I used to be so fast to getting angry and stuff. No, I'm, I'm not fast anymore at getting mad. And I mean, there's a handful of people, no, not even a handful of people. I think there's like three or four people that I talk to every single day. But God didn't tell me to get rid of those people. The people that God told me to get rid of, I have, I don't have them on anything. I've taken them all off of everything. I'm going to obey God. Obey God. Obey him. Because whenever you obey him, oh my gosh, it's just so much, it's so beautiful, like to obey him. Like he's just... He is everything. He is literally, he is the Messiah. Jesus Christ, like, oh my gosh, I can't even, like that, that man saved my life. Even after I kept pushing him away and I was like, no, I still want to sin. I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready. I can't do this. I can't give my life to you. I'm not ready to commit to you. I don't want, I did want it. I did. If I didn't want it, it wouldn't have been on my mind so much. God wouldn't have been fighting for me. God wouldn't have been like, come here. Hey, I need you. I want you. No, not even that he needs me, but that I need him. And I did. And I do. I need him every single day because the strength that I have, it's not my strength. I'm nothing without God. I am literally nothing without God. God is everything. God is just so good. And I am so grateful that I have him in my life. And the people that I have in my life right now, I pray for them all the time. Because God, I know he's doing wonders in their life too. And I just trust God, guys. So this was my testimony. Shortened. Um, a little bit. Uh, I was actually with my baptism coach and I was, she was like, let's talk about a three-minute testimony. And I was like, okay, I don't know how to do that, but Okay. Uh, Because whenever I was talking to her and I was sharing my testimony, because she's actually the first person that ever... She's heard my full-on testimony, everything. I think that took two hours. Um, She was crying. But (laughs) honestly, God is so faithful and so good. Like, run to Him. He is your Father and He loves you. But anyways, guys... Ah, thank you so much for tuning into this podcast and thank you Jesus for allowing me to actually say this and not cry because I thought I was gonna cry but I didn't um anyways that's it I hope you guys have a beautiful wonderful lovely day um and yeah bye